Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that will send forth the laborers. We have to realize, as I said yesterday, when it comes to individuals, as well as nations and uh, different people, that certain ones can reach certain ones. Everybody's not going to reach everybody. Amen. Uh, a lot of times I discovered this, and I told you yesterday, and I'm going into it again today, that so much of the time we, you know, we just pick up with uh, uh, habits, spiritual habits, just like we do natural habits and, and uh, practices from others. And uh, we just pray, well, Lord, save the lost. But that doesn't do much good. About all that does is just sort of save your conscience that you prayed for the lost. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You could open your Bibles again today, where we left off at the ninth chapter of Matthew. We'll just briefly look at that, and then we'll go a little further. We're talking about right now what Jesus said about prayer. Now here, in this ninth chapter of Matthew, the 35th verse says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness, and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. If you don't know anything else to pray about, well, here's something the Bible emphatically tells you to pray for. We noticed two things from studying here in Matthew, what Jesus said about prayer. We found two things that he said to pray for. He said uh, in Matthew 5, 44, the latter part of the verse, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Don't talk about them. Pray for them. And that don't mean pray that judgment will fall on them. Amen. That's not the right attitude. Pray that the blessings of God will come upon them. Now, it, it uh, does more for you than it does for them. Amen. But it'll also do something for them. Now, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that will send forth the laborers. We have to realize, as I said yesterday, when it comes to individuals, as well as nations, and uh, different people, that certain ones can reach certain ones. Everybody's not going to reach everybody. Amen? Uh, a lot of times I discovered this, and I told you yesterday, and I'm going into it again today, that so much of the time we, you know, we just pick up with... Uh, uh, habits, spiritual habits, just like we do natural habits and, and uh, practices from others. 
And uh, we just pray, well, Lord, save the lost. But that doesn't do much good. About all that does is just sort of save your conscience that you prayed for the lost. You know, actually, there's nothing reading that came as a real shock to me when the Lord pointed that out to me, that there's nothing in the New Testament that said, uh, pray for sinners that they'll be saved. Or even pray for lost loved ones that they'll be saved. But it does tell us, pray that the Lord, you see, of the harvest will send forth labors into his harvest. And I pointed out that one of my relatives, you know, prayed for for years, fasted. In fact, all of them that I prayed for, if it ever done any good, I couldn't tell it. But the minute I started doing this, I got results. I said, now, Lord, and, and usually you can't deal with your own kinfolks, and it, usually it's not wise to. Now, you understand there are exceptions to every rule. But most of the time, you're not able to deal with your own folks. Most of the time, they won't listen to you anyway. Because, like I said, if, uh, if they do, you know, well, then they're going to admit that you know more than they did. And they... So the majority of time, you understand, it's not always true, but the majority of time, you can't deal with your own folks. And I know that's what the Lord spoke to me. He said, uh, this particular relative, you can't deal with him. He wouldn't listen to you anyway, so don't try to talk to him, because I intended to do it. He said, don't do it. You know, I think in personal work and witnessing, we ought to learn to listen to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Listen to him that's in us. Amen. And, uh, and so I, I, I never said a word to him then. The Lord said to me, now uh, you do just what I told you to do. You see, he's part of the harvest, isn't he? Every sinner's a part of the harvest. You pray. And so I just said, now Lord, I don't know who it is, but you know whoever it is. There's someone that can witness to him, that can cross his pathway, that he'll listen to. I don't know who it is, but you do. So I'm going to ask you to do it. Well, in my own spirit, I heard the Lord say, all right, I'll do it. So to me, that settled it. No, he's even asking it again. Within three days' time, and I'd been praying for years for the person, nothing happened. But within three days' time, somebody crossed his pathway. God sent somebody that could witness to him. And his life was changed. Well, now... Uh, Let's do things the way God said do it. So that's not only true concerning individuals, but that's true concerning groups. That's true concerning cities. That's true concerning nations. And so we need to take upon our hearts and say, Lord, you send the people there. Some people, bless their hearts. I made mention of this in teaching in our classes here at the school and teaching on ministry gifts and, and so on and so forth and getting on of the off on side issues, that, I, that I'm well satisfied. See, I pastored nearly 12 years, and, and you know, uh, we a lot of times in churches, and, and, and we did that some, we, uh, this particular church, we had a, a, a visitation program, and we just sort of, a, a, you know, witnessing program I'm talking about, and, and we just sort of divided the city off in sections, you know, and, and uh, I don't know why, but so much of the time, some of those folks that are the, the least equipped for that kind of ministry will volunteer first. <laughs> and you just sort of had, I, I didn't know as much then as I know now, because see, I'm talking about 40 years ago. And you do learn a few things in 40-year period, you know. 
But I just had a witness. I remembered afterwards. I had a, I had an inward an inward intuition about this one certain woman. I think she's the first one that volunteered. And I just sort of wish she hadn't. <laughs> now, she was the most educated person in our church as far as university education was concerned, intellectual education was concerned, but had the least sense of anybody. <laughs> Amen. I had actually people in the church that couldn't read and write, couldn't write their name, somebody did, that had more sense than she had. So I remember one of our ladies, fine lady, bless her heart, she was the type of woman that could just, she didn't have all the intellectual ability, and she had never been to university, did graduate from high school, and that's about it, I think, but she, uh, she's the type of person that could talk to the President of the United States, or she could talk to the janitor. Just had that ability about her. And so uh, the part of town where she was visiting was different than where she lived. But there was, and, and this other lady is talking about was there in that part of town where she lived. But there was a, a man that had had a stroke, a neighbor, and had become bedfast. And uh, so this lady would visit them. And so when she went to visit them, and really she hadn't said up till now anything much to them about the Lord. Sometimes you have to sort of, you know, follow your spirit and and, and, and just gradually work on to something. You don't just come on, you know, like a storm. And so she was telling me, she said, you know, because she's a very fine woman, didn't talk about people or anything, but she said, Brother Hagin said, I'll tell you, she said, uh, you know, we're going to have to do something. I mean, just that, 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 this dear woman just playing havoc everywhere she went. I went to visit these folks and uh, I began to talk to them. I'd visited them before about the Lord and said to them all they could talk about it was, who was that old hag from your church? <laughs> well, I had to try to smooth it over. Now, like I said, intellectually speaking, she had more education than anyone in the church, but had the least wisdom. And so she went into that home, these people, you see, that need to get saved, know nothing about God, really, know nothing about our church. And instead of talking about Jesus, she, she got to talking to him about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Well, they don't need to know anything about the baptism of the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. They need to know about Jesus and salvation, the new birth, don't they? The other will come later on. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer. The power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagan, the four-CD set entitled Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. Call toll-free 
Faith 99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're still enrolling for Rama Bible Training College. That's right. Uh, just go online and you can apply right now. Right today, you can yes. apply at rbtc.org. This is a Bible school that we have the two-year program, but we got the three- yes. and four-year program That's if you right. want it. We've got what they call the core curriculum, or mm-hmm. now they've changed the name of it, I think. Yes. Anyway, I... And then uh, that's for two years. And then the third year, you choose pastors, world missions, worship, student ministries, which is youth and children, helps, itinerant ministry. And now, if you want to, you can just come and take two years of biblical studies. That's right. We have a lot of more mature people. I don't say old, but <laughs> no, older people. No. <laughs> but mature people that they just wanted to come. Some of them are already retired. Some of them they sent their kids to Raymond and their kids are out ministering somewhere. And so they just go and they take the biblical studies, which is two years of just study Bible. of the Bible, That's study right. books of the Bible. So we got it all here. The RBTC is the best Bible school that you're going to find anywhere. I'll stack us up again against anybody, anywhere, any day. Can you believe, honey, we're starting our 46th year of Rainbow Bible Training College. Yeah, we've been here for 46 years. We've got the track record to prove it. That's right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his teaching, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.